0: Alright everybody. Welcome in. Uh sitting here today sick. Uh sick of losing. It's been a long week. Been getting my uh My butt kicked in fantasy, but that's okay. We're going to try and just work through the pod today. Uh, Give all the people what they want, which is more of these two guys sitting next to me talking. And, of course, I'm sitting here with the Mambo. You know I'm here. And the Kamish. Yes, sir.
1: And uh, Trevor's sick, by the way. He didn't mention it, but he's got this this kind of sickness just kind of setting in over his fantasy team. It moved over into the actual virtual realm and has taken over his body as well. So. And yet he's still playing. He's here doing it. Still Apparently. playing.
0: Um, you guys know that moniker where it's like when men get sick, it's like the world ends and you know women just shake it off yes. and everything. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. <laughs> um, yeah, so we got a packed show today. You guys just kind of want to get right into the week nine review? Sure. Let's do it. Starting off, the uh, Tropics and the Striders. the third loss in a row. This mm. one, dude. Is it panic time for BS? Is that, in, is that
1: coming up in the show?
0: Yeah, I figured. We just to address it right Let's now. just do it right now. Let's just get it out of the way. I think it's panic time. I'm selling off the assets. I got bi week issues. I need replacements. So, come knock and you might get a deal cut for you. Come sell some snake oil to the snake oil salesman. Can you pass me the vomit bucket? Because (laughs) that made me want to puke right there.
1: (laughs) Um, uh, In all seriousness, you're not putting up. You didn't have a great week. What was your score
0: last week? Last week, I had a good week. Uncle Mike just had a bad. week. Didn't
1: you have some bye week issues this week?
0: This upcoming week, yeah. But what about against... No one was on Hmm. Wow. Off
1: week well, for no, you, no, 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 no. I would say I would not panic. I Like, panic meter for me would be like a four because you still have a commanding lead in your division.
0: And, you know. I still have scored the most points in the league.
2: Oh, have you? Yeah. Okay. I'm not panicking at all. I mean, just looking at your scores this week, yeah, you lost, but you scored almost 100. You had five non-quarterbacks over ten points. You guys I mean, are it's
0: looking guys... pretty good. I'm ruining the narrative here. I want people to offer me trades. We'll get to that. In I'm not a bit. feeling bad for you. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, we're not allowing the narrative. Huh? So it's intentional.
0: Come on, <laughs> just
2: call them the way we see him.
0: And the next thing that I I I really wanted to know, the patriarchs beating the Benzers. Jen has won seven in a row to move to seven and two, best record in the league. Thoughts, gentlemen? She's in your division. Um. I'm
1: hoping for some letdown on her on her team because it's it's
0: it's looking like a patriarch's year. She's playing she's playing good. She's playing good. Let's run through her roster real quick. I yeah. want to get your guys' thoughts. Do you actually think her team is that good? That it's all it's cracked up to be. At quarterback, she's got hurts. I don't think you can argue that. Nope. Top three guys. Yeah. At running back, she's got Ramondre and Brian Robinson. Well, definitely the weak part of her team right there. Yeah. I don't think there's... Are either of those guys top 12? I don't think so,
1: personally. I feel like Ramondre is trending in the right direction. Still <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it is. Is uh, trending in the right direction there, but Brian Robinson Jr., I don't know, man. I don't like that spot. And who's on her bench for running back?
0: Cam Akers, who With- just ruptured his other Achilles. Yeah, okay. So. Um, and that is... You know those chinks you- in the
1: armor I was hoping were going to come? I think they're here.
0: Jen, okay. if you need a
2: running back, I'm panicking. Well, and, and, and Ro- Robinson, too, the scary thing about him is they they just hurt their defense big time at the trade deadline. <coughs> and that means game script might not be going the way they want it for him. So they might be throwing the ball more. And if they do that, it might be Antonio Gibson time. I'm going to go ahead and make a prediction right now. She doesn't make the playoffs.
0: Whoa. I'm here. I'm here. Do you guys want to go through the rest of the lineup? I like this. Directly benefits you both. Absolutely. Think she might catch a couple wrenches in division?
1: I just, I don't know, man. I don't think that Jamar Chase has now got a back. I don't know if anybody's seen that, but. Yeah, he's... my back would hurt from carrying that team, too. <laughs> and uh, Hawkinson lost his quarterback um now nico collins nico collins is a nice pick i mean that's i'm not worried about nico her defenses are strong but i don't love uh a lot of her skill positions man yeah godwin godwin's not
2: a bad flex though didn't I mean, osborne he... just get hurt too okay, an osborne ACL. Is, i think he's i think he's out for good too so yeah. i mean to me she
1: there's some room moves. here for us to gain on her so I'll say she uh, she's gonna. You know how that. You know how we always have that team every year that fades.
0: Yeah. I she's, thought that was
1: me. Uh, I don't, I'd see her more that. Let's just go ahead and
2: ask. i and say it's
0: teams. <laughs> <Let's go. laughs> yes. All right, moving on, Jen. Unbelievable stretch. I don't know. We'll have to look back and see how many teams have won seven games in a row. I still can't believe you have. Ever. That's one. I don't know. Right, seven. Still can't believe that she did her dad like that. I I think did I won, Austin start I think a twelve last year. year?
1: He won a bunch. Yeah. Don't get me talking about the, the dream team.
0: Trust me, no one wants <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, Charlie's Angels puts the bullet in the dying animal that is the Scots team. <laughs> Put him out of his misery. The horse had a gimpy leg and Chuck did what was necessary. Colton, it's been a good year. Better luck like next. <laughs> Just kidding. Please don't beat me this week. Um, the Mambo. Oh, sorry. Phone updated. Who'd you have last week? Um, I had Hillbillies. Hillbillies. Oh, yeah. The Hillbillies. CJ Stroud putting Bill on a cloud. Unbelievable performance. Um, it hurts.
1: I, I I sent him the tip of the cap midway through the day Sunday, I think. I might have been in the evening. I'm not sure. But, like... I thought I was in this game early and it just progressively went the other way. And he might have found something with C.J. Stroud. I like that whole situation there. Um, he's at four and five. He's got kind of a nasty team. He kind of does and he's at four and
0: five. He's not. Is he in your division? Yeah. So you he's got a two, coming. two, three game lead on him? I think he went one and two in division the first round. Yeah. Robin, and I went three and oh. Yeah. So I, I mean, just... He's got kind of a nasty team. I don't team. know what the rest of his schedule is, but well, he's got a top-heavy team. I mean, he's
2: got Hill and Lamb, and then after that, I mean, look at his. You thought, Jens? That's, that's not Tyreek Hill. That's Taysom. That's, that's Taysom. Who, by the way, Ooh. is one of the reasons why he's killing it right now. Yeah, but man, Roshan Johnson as a starting running back?
0: Yeah, well, he's got A-Chain on the bench. His bench is pretty Dude, good. Dude, he's got
2: A-Chain coming
0: back. Yep, Debo, Tank Dell on the bench.
1: I've, there's, I mean, he beat me 161-92. I don't think he does that again, but I don't really want to play him again.
0: No, he's got... Not, not, That's one of those teams, if he makes the playoffs, which he's a few games back still, he can make some noise. But well, he can't and, really afford many missteps.
1: And with the East being strong, the wild card's going to be
2: hard to get. Yeah. No, because we're going to kill each other the next three weeks. That's Everybody true. in East is... McGuire's got the hardest schedule in the league remaining. Hillbillies is
1: trending towards that team that if they made the playoffs could have won it. It's like the
0: Lions last year. Yeah. We'll get there. Uh, The Young Guns clawing their way back, putting the uh, consequential bullet in the Rocky. Keeps scraping them together. He he doesn't
1: have a sexy team. It's not a team I want, but he's been winning. And uh, yeah, that's about it because he ain't making the playoffs. Yeah, yeah it's, I mean, it's a tough road. He's he's feeling that, that option he, he though. Goes, he goes he thinks the door's
2: opening. He goes the way Sam Howell goes. Howell goes. You know what? That's a good you know, if Sam Howell has a good game then he's gonna have an alright. Well,
1: game. he's got T Law on the bench who Jacksonville offense just fantasy wise has not been a good one. I mean ETN, which I
0: good. can't say that about, but outside of him.
1: Yeah.
0: And the big dogs dipping below five hundred Losing to the bad guys who raised themselves up to three and six, not out of it yet, but getting there. Yep, Austin is two games down of Uncle Mike in division, two games off the wild card. He's four and five. Is you're fighting for a spot. I think he's
1: very similar, kind of similar to where uh, Hillbillies are at right now. Yeah, I mean he's in that same type of good team, except for his division situation is a little better than.
0: Hillbillies, yeah. isn't it? The trade hasn't been consequential yet. You both still would have lost, right? I'm almost positive. Um, Austin, definitely yeah, I definitely would have lost. And yeah. Austin, I think would have too because Kelsey and Mahomes had a horrible week. Yeah, there. yeah. Okay, and that's where we're okay. at. Just a quick um, standings update for you guys. Everybody, the beasts of the East, all over 500. Seven and two, six and three, six and three, five and four. Tropics bringing up the rear. Only two teams can make it out of that division. Uh, Things a little bit more clear in the Central. You got the Benzers at 6-3. The Big Dogs at 4-5. Colton at 2-7. And and Rocky, Uncle Steve at 1-8. And And then in the West, still pretty clear right now, but we could see things tightening. Uh, Myself at 6-3. The Hillbillies at 4-5. The Young Guns clawing back at 4-5. And and the Bad Guys at 3-6. Which I think brings us to the Mambo's Fantasy Pros Forecast.
1: (laughs) Da-na-na. I
0: like that. Yeah.
1: It's well done. Anyways, the Mambo's Fantasy Pros Forecast. It's been a while. Feels like it's been a while here. And there is some movement. So we'll start at the bottom. Everybody knows who this is. It's been a rocky year for Rocky. Number 12. Number 11, Scott's team. Number 10, the bad guys. Number nine, fighting but not there yet, the Young Guns. And number eight, the Hillbillies. So Fantasy Pros isn't really seeing what we're seeing there. Um, Number seven, the Flint Tropics. Hmm.
2: Uh,
1: Number six, falling out of playoff contention, but he's up a spot from last week, it looks like. It looks like he jumped the Tropics, the Big Dogs. Hmm. So the Big Dogs are projected to finish seven and seven. They have a playoff. Uh, percentage of a uh, chance of making the playoffs of twenty three percent okay um and then fifth, out of the playoffs for the second week in a row, just on the outside looking in the Charlie's angels they're sitting at six and three and they have a projected finish of eight and six and forty five percent chance still of making it so it's yeah. not you're right
0: there you got it's really it right now it's you two fighting for that wild card spot. You're it, one and two. It really is.
1: And then in the rank third, currently at current record of six and three, projected finish of nine and five, up a spot. Oh, I'm sorry, I missed myself. Number four is the Mambo. And I dropped a spot and I was jumped by the next guy. And I'm at a 60, 60% playoff odds. And uh a 17% chance of a title, which I'm not mad about. And then third jumping me this week into the third hole is the Benzers. Six and three, nine and five, jumps a spot, 75% chance of making the playoffs currently. Mm. So I don't know what that's about, but 19% of a title. And then number two, Patriarchs, with a seven and two record, projected finish, a nine-and-five. And last week, they were number one, apparently, because they got jumped by this person? or
0: No, I was this must have He updated. was number one. Was you number were, one so this did.
1: must have had movement in between the time Because this is movement from the last time they updated it. So we okay. probably have missed an update, right? So at one point, it looks like Jen was number one. So she's down a spot. 81% chance of making the playoffs. That makes me feel bad. Uh, 15% uh, chance of winning it. So that's odd. The Benzers have a better chance of winning the title. But the but the patriarchs have a better chance of making the playoffs hmm. um, and then number one for for that wherever nobody this isn't panic metering you uh, Boondock Striders, current record six and three finishing nine and five 86 uh, percent chance of making the playoffs and a 28 percent chance of being a champion I want to say that's gone down I think yeah, it, was it was 33 30 last week yeah so slipping but not
0: slipped okay and that's it. All right, next week, I'm going to say it now so we all know. Let's do, or should we wait until the non-divisional round robin is over? Let's do our own playoff projections. Okay. Oh, let's do that. Let's do that after this week because everybody's played everybody. No, we still have one more week because I have Jerry next week. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so we still have a couple weeks of that. So maybe in the next two weeks we'll do it. Sounds good. All right. Just a quick note from me, I've received multiple texts from multiple owners, and maybe you'll want to cover this on Commitious Corner. What is with people not trading? I've received multiple uh, brush-offs of people no longer trading this year, uh, waiting until next year.
1: I, I got some information to add on this, if you don't mind.
0: Please. Because it was sent to me,
1: because I also uh, reached out to somebody about a trade, and I think can I just read the text I don't think they would yeah I want to
0: say who it's from oh I'm
1: gonna okay this is from the hillbillies so this is what I got back from the hillbillies mm, give me a second here yeah I mean have you noticed anything noticed anything like has anybody
2: oh, oh I got something to say that's why you're looking it up yeah um, I think it's just that people aren't trading with you because I've actually, in the last 24 hours, talking with, talked with two different owners about possible trades. So really, I don't think it's that people aren't trading. I think it's just, or talking trade, I just think they're not talking to the Boondock Striders about it. Well,
1: that would seem very likely until you read my text. Okay. And I'm just going to read it to you. Okay. This is, I reached out um, it, to the Hillbillies owner, Bill Hall, regarding... Patrick Mahomes to see if he would be interested in because I would have been shopping Mahomes. In response to our vetoed trade, the Hillbillies have decided not to enter into any trade negotiations for the remainder of the season and all of next season. We look forward to working with you in 2005-2026 season. And he says that about
2: every owner, not just the Mambo? That's booing. that's pulling i echo those
1: sentiments Um, so i guess his beef his contention if you will is that the trade should have been allowed in which case i would say the rest of the league disagrees so just don't trade them no (laughs) it's just
0: well i got that text from another owner oh you got it from someone else and uh, he's sitting across the table from me
1: Oh, yeah, I was <laughs> – I kind of reworded it just to try and mess with you because I knew that – I think – I don't know if I knew that you received it from them yet, but, uh, but yeah, the, the hillbillies are apparently perturbed about their trade getting nixed. And, I mean, honestly, it was going to get nixed by the commission anyways. So what's the big deal? <laughs> that would be my response. Fair. but it's funny
2: but yeah. I will be sad if Bill doesn't trade until next year until 2026
1: didn't he yeah we'll see or if we can we'll see if we can get, a, a
0: get that up. Yeah, right. along with that the uh, the Striders have taken on another client um, if anyone would like a all pro tight end receiver um, wait I wasn't I didn't ask you to trade are, are you going to disclose who this client is I pretty much already have. Um, the Tropics have uh, inquired about the Strider service. They are looking to shop Andrews and uh, a running back or a wide receiver for an upgrade at one of those positions. He might be cheap. Uh, He cheating on you. I could probably do Kelsey. We'll talk.
2: You want to get something so, done right now? I think uh, the Tropics might be cheating on you, though, because he might be having negotiations with other people. Behind your
0: back Be hard to blame blame I've been out of commission The last couple days I don't know if I've told anyone yet I'm sick (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But uh, My client's looking to get a deal done If you have interest in Andrews um, Maybe a little running back action Maybe a little wide receiver Come knock I'll tell
1: you right now I'll give you Kelsey and Mahomes For uh, Andrews
2: I don't know if I'll do that Let's keep going Okay
0: <laughs> Stepped one foot into the snake pit it and just got the backed right out, out of there. <laughs> Let me out. Anyways, uh, well done, sir. Well please, done. Please reach out with any trades you might have. Um. So is this commission's Corner or I would to call it commission's Corner, uh, but we'll we'll call
2: it something. Um. I, there's a suggestion of the Angels Archway.
0: So you're stepping out of the Commissioner's hat. here your...
2: This is this is totally the, the as a Charlie's Angels GM. You know, the, the Angels always have a public enemy number one. An Angels enemy number one, if you will. And for the longest time, it's been the Rockies. Just because.
1: Yeah, he's a great you know, yeah.
2: But this year, you know, we, uh, we, we had a little snake in the grass action and, uh, and uh, the target got moved. But once again, you know, Trevor's, you know, the Boondock snake Striders has. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. We'll has uh
0: slip of the tongue there. <laughs>
2: has, uh, has changed their tune a little bit and he's embracing it. So it's not quite as much fun as it used to be. And maybe that's what he's intended, I don't know. But I have a new public enemy, number one. And I'm not just going to sit here and take it anymore. I'm going to act it's on this. And it is not the Boondock Striders, no. This is a person that is so much more egregious with crimes against fantasy football that it far outseeds the snakiness of the Striders. This person has a fourth overall, overall draft pick. This person has a sixth overall draft pick. This person has an eighth overall draft pick on his team. And what does he do? He runs a jet sweep to John Smith from the three yard line. So my public enemy number one from now on, and I'm doing something about it, is Arthur Smith. And I made this little blue-eyed, doe-eyed caricature of him. He's got a little baby. He's got a little name. He's got a little hat on because he's always wearing a stupid ball cap. And every time he makes a bow-headed play, I'm taking a pin and I'm shoving it in. (laughs) I don't know if this is going to work in the real world, but it makes me feel so much better. Because he's got so much talent on his team. And all he does is run jet sweeps to Jonu Smith. And give the ball to Algiers. For, Unbelievable. Three top ten pick talents on the offensive side of the ball. And he gives it to who?
0: For, for those wondering. Uh, Here goes another one. Angels. <laughs> the angels, I say to you, have brought in a little baby doll with a hat and a post-it note that says Arthur Smith on it. Oh, it's oh, going
1: in the head. It's in the head.
0: Shoving pins a la voodoo doll. Into this baby.
1: Baby Arthur Smith.
0: And it's going to stay here underneath the draft board as a monument to this man's sins and crimes against here. the humanity and, that is fantasy football. Let me tell you something real quick. Pick up another pin. You're going to want one. Johnny e. Smith has more touches inside the five, twice as many as B. John Robinson. <laughs> And I just want you to know that for the record,
2: I have lots of pins.
1: Yes, he does. He's got a whole container. Oh, no.
2: This is just the start.
0: This is week one. How many Falcons did you draft? I have three. (laughs) Pitts, London, and BJ. Oh, my gosh. That is hilarious.
2: Public enemy number one, Arthur Smith. Thank you. You know what? May you rot in hell, Arthur Smith. I think I do. Oh, Arthur, thank you. Because
1: now this night I'm off this night. You are off this night, and that is so funny. And look what it took. And it's so true too, man. The guy is just an enigma. It's like, what are you doing, man?
2: He's one of those guys. He's one of those guys that like, thinks he's so smart, yeah, that he gets in his own way, yeah. Well, yeah, no, that's funny. I look forward to seeing
1: some more pins go in this thing. Hopefully, it right to meet right in the playoffs. Yes.
0: Sunday that we're going to come, Monday we're going to come in they're just going to be filled riddled. with
2: pens. He's already got one in the head, the heart,
0: and the gut. There you go. So, don't worry. I got lots. Oh, that's, that's classic. Alright, you guys want to move on to uh, Lions Talk? Yes. Thank you, Arthur. Um, you know, do you guys want to do the broad form, what are we feeling off the by or do you just want to go straight into some specific stuff?
1: Um, I'd like to, let me give it a second to some generalized th- thoughts. Yeah, just let me get – what yeah. I'm feeling is I believe the Lions' best football could still be ahead of us. As good as we played to start the year, I still think we can do better. And if we, and there's talk of C.J. Gardner-Johnson possibly getting back. There's talk of uh, – well, Brian Branch is back, but yeah. we had another major injury that could make it back too, don't we?
0: Yeah, I'm struggling
2: to remember.
1: Yeah, but whatever. Asked. We got some guys that could come oh, back
2: still. The rush, the rush specialist.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, James Houston. James, James Houston. Houston. Good
1: call. Yeah, yeah. Could still come back. So I'm excited about that. And also, I want to say to anybody who is listening, like any, if you're afraid of the Vikings, then you're not. You're not looking at the right team. We're going to kill the Vikings. We were going to kill the Vikings when they had Kirk Cousins. Just because they came back and won a game last week and their defense is playing good, so what? We're going to kill the Vikings. That's all
0: I really There was a momentary lapse in my judgment where I was a little scared of the Vikings with Josh Dobbs. I'm not scared of them. I'm sorry. I'm still kind of shaking off that SOL moniker. We're a good team. We're going to win the run. You know,
2: all I got to say is for the first time in my life, Uh, no not for the first for most of my lifetime when I said the Lions are who I thought they were it was in a negative connotation and now for the first time halfway through the season a little over halfway through the season they are exactly who I thought they were in a good way at the beginning of the season Mm -hmm. and they're giving me everything that I expected and it's an awesome feeling yeah so you know it's just an awesome feeling and uh, It's It's, it's just so nice
0: Okay, so what I'd like from each of you, um, and I'm going to refrain from this, um, I would like one player from each of you guys, or you know what? I'll do coach two, although I think it should be player. Give me the MVP so far of the offense and the MVP so far of the defense halfway through your Detroit Lions season. Uh,
1: MVP of the offense is one Jared Goff.
0: Any explanation, or are you just gonna
1: leave? He's it at... played absolutely amazing. I want to say he's top three PFL grade quarterback in the NFL. So I mean, I know we, I don't think we have any other guys on that list, even. But regardless, that's not my point. It just is a is a stat to back it up. But uh, just the way he's got such command over the offense right now, the other players look to him for leadership, and he's there to give it. I want him, man. Is, Sign him.
0: Is he as good as he was under McVeigh? He's first, better. That first year in LA, he's better. Okay. And your offensive MVP pick?
2: Oh uh, my offensive MVP pick for the Lions is definitely going to be one, Penay Sewell. I think he's the heart and soul of that offensive line, and I think the team goes as the offensive line goes. Um, you look at the results this year. The game that they really struggled on when uh, they got the beat down in Baltimore. It was the offensive line that, uh, that really failed him. But in all the other games, I feel like – and uh, got to love his attitude. Yeah. And he's healthy. He's always there. So he's, I love, I he's, love some he's, he's, he's my guy.
0: 312 uh, pass blocking reps, not one sack allowed by Penisual. I saw that uh, earlier
1: today. Dude's, a, dude's an animal, man. Yeah.
0: Uh, and on defense, uh, me or you?
2: This is a hard one. I didn't think about this. Let me go. Sure. I'm going to go outside the box a little bit, literally and figuratively, and I'm going to say one, Cameron Sutton. Nice. On uh, on the cornerback. I mean, it would be really easy going with uh, with Aiden on the line and uh, the the person that sets the uh, sets the tempo and everything. But I I think uh, Cameron Sutton
0: is definitely the MVP of the. Yeah. Of the defense worth, worth every penny. Do you see him as a uh, bona fide cornerback one in the league right now? Yes. Okay. Cool. Um,
1: you know, we talked about this the other day, and I'm going to do the guy. I'm going to do the guy you
0: said. Oh, you're going to do the guy I said? Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, I mean. I'm going to go with Alex Anzalone. Is it Anzalone or Anzalone? You. It yes. can be whatever you want. Yeah. He's leading the team in tackles with uh, 39 solo tackles, the next most tackles on the team, 24. He's got 15 more tackles than the next closest guy. He is, if I'm not mistaken, is he the green dot?
0: I believe he is right now.
1: Yeah, he's calling the plays. um, 57 solo tackles, that's 22 more than the next closest for total tackles. I mean, he's all over the field apparently. Has three sacks. He's second, he's third on the team in sacks. Yeah. I mean, he, tackles for loss is five. I mean, he's the. I don't know. I'd like to look at how that compares to linebackers in the NFL, but I don't know how much better you can do. He's just all unsung. Over. What's he even getting paid? I Six don't care. Six mil a year. Given more.
0: Six mil a year. They signed three years, eighteen mil.
1: Well, you know what? That's a damn good signing. Yeah. The,
0: the scary part is I was a little
1: bit worried about it last year. Big time. I didn't yeah. even want him. Yeah. I was he's, like,
0: that's stupid. He's playing shot out of a cannon. Really, he's 29 really awesome.
1: years old, so he's in his prime.
0: Yeah. Um, and then you know, betting odds right now. Um, let's just do. Uh, let's just do Lions coach of the year so far. Kind of a oddball thing. Who do you think on the Lions has done the best coaching job? Mm. There's a lot to pick from, which is maybe the first time in Detroit. I don't know ever. all their names. Can I just say the
1: position? Yeah
0: uh you guys want i can go real quick yeah why don't you go yeah um for me it's hank fraley who's the, the offensive, offensive line, line coach. coach i was he's awesome yeah that's a good he's one. he's awesome the lines of the highest graded pff offensive line i just think he does a good job they've been kind of banged up they're all healthy this week and we'll talk about that in a minute um but you have people coming in that i've never heard of that are just dominating yeah. You know, dan skipper signed off the practice squad he looked okay graham glasgow horrible couple years in denver comes Boy. back and he's amazing and he came home yeah he's he's done really good so by it's, the it's way for me.
1: just took the starting job away from vitai yeah officially good. on the list as the starter now. Yeah. yeah
2: for me i'm gonna go uh i'm gonna go with the obvious i'm gonna go with mcdc himself I mean, uh, I think it starts at the top and you set the culture, you set the expectations, you give people you empower the people underneath you to do their jobs um, I'm gonna start at the top and say it's MCDC. He gets credit for everything that everything's done about below, so cool. I'm, I'm giving it to him.
1: All right, I'm, yeah, I mean I couldn't agree with uh, the Angels more. MCDC is the man. To me it goes beyond um, it goes beyond just him on Detroit. I'll just add that a little bit. I think he's in the conversation with Coach of the Year in the NFL. So, I mean, he's, a, he's, a, he's everything that
0: I want my
1: coach to be. Yeah. That's MCDC, man. He's, yeah.
0: I think the Lions, and this is kind of future-esque, and I'm going to enjoy him right now, I think the Lions are going to lose a lot of coaches this offseason and I think Dan Campbell is going to hold the culture together and bring in new guys that are going to do a great job. I look at Aaron Glenn is going to get coaching interviews, Ben Johnson, um, another coach who I think is unsung but should get some flowers is Kelvin Shepard, linebackers coach. Look at how our linebacking core is playing. Scotty Montgomery, assistant head coach, running backs coach. I mean, we just have a great staff of Largely former players right now.
1: And you know about the Dan Campbell and losing the play, and losing guys, but he's going to get his own guys in there and do it again? I agree with you. But here's the thing is that a well-laid uh, plan is great, but there's going to be hiccups in there, and that's what sucks about it. It's like, you know, he's going to go out and get a new offensive coordinator when, when Ben Johnson leaves. And likely the guy's going to have the same type of attitude or he's going to be the same kind of guy – that, ben John, or that Dan Campbell wants and Ben Johnson was. But is he going to have the the things you don't, you know, obviously you don't know he's the guy or he'd already been there, right? So, I mean, it's just to find a Ben Johnson, it just feels like it's a diamond in the rough type of thing. Yeah. And and I worry about all the other positions, but the offensive play calling is such a important part of the NFL that finding the guy is so hard. And if we could just pay him like a head coach – what is the difference?
0: Why would he leave? Uh, maybe he won't. Yeah. He might not have that ego. That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. Um, just kind of last thing, or two quick things to touch on with the Lions. Um, traded for DPJ. Uh, thoughts on that? Ooh, can I go first?
2: I personally think the uh, my thoughts on DPJ and them bringing him in right at the deadline really says one thing, and it says one thing only that the, the front office for the Lions has finally concluded with the same thing that probably all of us has uh, concluded with, that J-Mo is a lame and that uh, he just needs to go away because DPJ's got one thing, and that's downfield threat, and that's exactly what lame was supposed to give us, and he can't. Well, So that's where I'm at.
1: Um, I love the signing. I have been, I, I already passed on J-Mo, so I, you know, I get your sentiment there, but it doesn't really, I don't want to view the signing as any way a down thing, so I'm not even going there in my mind, he's going to add to the offense, he's a full football player, he'll block, he's a good sized dude, he's got good hands, he's a local guy, who I could see him re in long term, I'm excited
0: about it. Yeah, yeah, the only thing is, if he produces this year, he'll probably want to be paid a lot and I'm not sure if he's worth, you know, uh, top 30 wide receiver pay.
1: See, that's where I kind of disagree with you. Not that he's not worth the top 30 wide receiver pay, because I'm not sure about that either, but I think there's a lot of sentimental tie here and with, with the culture we have, if you can get paid two million less, and be happy and live with your family. And you know what I mean? I think DPJ, just from reading some stuff and seeing some clippings, is that type of dude.
0: The pride of Cast Tech. Exactly. Going go for the hometown discount. Like by the way, it. I built Cast Tech High School. Just. I did. This segment brought to you by your local... <laughs> <Labor's> <laughs> local Local 1076. I love it. Um, get yourself a job today. Uh, and then the last thing, what do you guys think about this week? Lions going into L.A. to face the Chargers. Um, Two-point favorites. Some quick thoughts? I think this is one of the hardest games on your schedule, with maybe
2: the exception of uh, of Dallas. Uh, it's a trap game for sure, but you know what? I picked them three weeks ago or so when we picked out the rest of the schedule. I picked them to win this game, and I still got them winning and I'm going to say they're going to win. Are we doing predictions? Sure. Let's go 31-28. I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. And uh, I think they're going to go in and win it.
1: I'm going to change my prediction. I think we're going to lose. And I'm worried about Bosa. And I'm worried about Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack. That's a good worries. Um, man, we just saw them on primetime. We just saw them on Monday night. And they looked tough. I'm just worried about the defense, and we, we, I saw a thing that we're in some kind of curse going to the West Coast, the time zone thing. Like, we haven't won in a while, apparently.
0: 2011.
1: Yeah. So, I don't know, man. It just doesn't feel good to me. I, my heart says, no, they're going to get it done. They're going to do it. Because they've, I, I truly believe we have an absolutely fabulous coaching staff, and I think they're going to have the boys ready to go. We've got some dogs that want to eat. So my heart says we're gonna get it done, but if I really, am I, if I was against, if I was betting money, I'm probably betting against the lines because something about that three-point road favorite that just doesn't feel right. And I, point. oh, it's down to two. Yeah. Because I looked earlier, it was three. Oh, okay. But anyway, it doesn't matter. But regardless you know, home dog in the NFL. Sometimes they, eat. I don't know, man. I just feel good. Can you
0: call LA home for the Chargers, though? And,
1: and I think I'm a little shell-shocked from that Raven's ass-whipping still. I know we bounced back, but that thing, man, that one, that I did not see that coming. So I kind of downgraded the team after that a bit. So I'm going to say loss, and I'm going to say... I'm going to say, I hate to say this, you guys aren't going to like this. I'm going to say 28 to 10.
0: Woo! ooh, Lions, road grade win, 37-17. I have the exact opposite feelings of you. Lions are coming off a bye. They haven't been this healthy since week one. The Jets played on Monday, or uh, the Chargers played on Monday night, so they have a short week. They played on the East Coast Monday night, and they are going to absolutely whip that ass. 37-17. Write it down in the books. The Lions are going to crush them. On a
2: related issue. Uh,
1: yeah, so um, the next topic we had was primetime games. And, and really what it's about is, why is the NFL unable to put the best games so that everybody gets to watch them? Because why bunch up a bunch of games at 1 o'clock with really premium matchups when you could break that sucker out and put it on Thursday? Thursday games I get because I think the team needs to be notified of of that a little bit ahead of time because of logistics and all that, right? So I get that. But to bump it, it shouldn't be an issue. Like, and to move it and stuff like that. And also, you know weeks ahead of time if you want to move a game to Sunday night. I mean, stop doing the... And and this Thursday is a good example because it's... Who is it tonight? Carolina and Chicago. Which, you know, we got fantasy implications there, so it'll be watched. But... it's still not a matchup anybody in the, is really caring about. Like, what's a... Okay, let's just take Detroit this week. Is a perfect example. That game would have been sweet yeah. on Thursday night. Everybody would watch that. Not yeah. just in Detroit and L.A., but everywhere. It's a good game. Well, we're still going to watch
0: tonight anyways, but we're not going to like doing it. Yeah, it's just kind of
1: weak that the NFL can't figure this
0: out. Yeah. That's it. It's brutal. Just a vomit fest tonight. All right, gentlemen. The legendary worry meter. Um, It's becoming legendary. A couple kind of big names on this list. And, Bill, I'm sorry, man, but we got to throw Kamara on there. The snap percentages since uh, Jamal Williams has come back have hit the floor. Um, You have Taysom Hill vulturing all the goal line touchdowns, which he has Taysom Hill too. So, you know, six one way, half a dozen another Um, for our fantasy league. But, you know, what are your guys' thoughts on Kamara? Where Where are you guys at?
1: Uh... Kamara to me looks like, you know, when we're talking eyeball test, like he's still Kamara. But I think there's more to more there to the story. And I think the kind of the the way the team is playing football, just their different their offensive scheme and things like that is affecting him. So, I mean I would probably give it like a six or a seven. I mean, I'm a little concerned.
2: I uh I'm going to go back to my old, my old saying is he is who I thought he was. And, yeah, he outperformed where he should, where he was drafted early on after he came back from suspension, and he's drafted in the sixth round. Um, and he outperformed that for a few years, but, or for a few weeks. But he's right back to where I thought he was. He's somebody that you start every week, but you're not necessarily excited about it. But that's where you should expect people that you draft in the sixth round. So Well, he's not a six-round pick if he's eligible to play the first six weeks of the year. Yeah, but how far does he move up? I don't I think say. he moves up past the fourth round. I
0: would say he's a third-round pick. Really? Well, Without the suspension? Yeah, right around there.
1: But that being said, I understand what you're saying at the same time. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so did both you guys give a number? Oh, I'll say, I'll say a five. I'm right in the middle. Okay. Oh, because, yeah, you didn't yeah. think he was going to be. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh shoot! We did this guy uh, last week too, but oh, oh, whatever. It's oh, still fine again. if it's relevant. It's relevant, yeah. what is it? K nine. Oh. You seem like you have thoughts, Kamish. Go ahead. No, I know he had a.
2: I know. Uh, I know he had a hard, uh, a hard game. Uh, but yeah, the the K nine worries are are really legit right now. Um, losing big time shares. Not good things said about. Uh, 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 on the podcast from his coach. Um, and I am really glad that I don't have any K9 chairs in any of my leagues. That's all I got to say. So if, if two is a worry, if, if low score is a worry, right? High score is a worry. Uh, I'm, give me a nine. Okay. I want nothing to do with them. He's worried. Mambo?
1: Oh, I'm just looking up some stats. I don't really have a good feel for K9. I like K9 as a player. I'm going back. They got beat 38 to three last week, so I'm trying not to use that as too big a litmus test. Eight rushes, 66 yards the week before. He else He outs, It was five five rushes for Charbonnet. Um, on the season, I don't know. I would say a five. I'm not real concerned. I honestly think it's more of uh, uh, another offense type thing, kind of like Kamara. I mean, I can tell you this: Kenneth Walker is, is he, Barry Sanders light.
0: Is he a top eight fantasy running back? Rest away? No. Okay, because you know earlier in the year he was being talked about as top four. What was he drafted? Top at? five. He was drafted what in the fourth round? Yeah. Third round. All right, I'm I'm like I'm I'm going to yes. yep. yeah, play
1: the same card you played. Fifth round.
0: First pick in the fifth. Yeah,
1: I'm going to play the same card you played because was he injured? No. Yeah, I mean. He might have overperformed because I think maybe people slept on him a little bit, but I mean.
0: Okay. Um, Last one. Travis Kelsey.
1: You son of a gun.
0: (laughs) Are you kidding me? Currently in Argentina to see his girlfriend perform. Thoughts, gentlemen?
2: Well, I mean, he's still, I believe, the highest scoring tight end in fantasy this year. I don't know. If I I'm pretty sure he is, but yeah, he's not—he's not the league winner that he's been the last couple of years. And whether it's the sideshow distractions with, uh, um, you know, I, I know he's going to have a song uh, written after him here in the near future—that's for sure. But uh, no, nah, he's not the league winner that he used to be. But I'm still not worried about him. I mean, he's still probably going to be the number one tight end for the year. Gary's singing a song to him right now.
0: Um, Travis, save me, my fantasy team blows. <laughs> oh, You're my. all I have. Just kidding. Sorry. Oh, I don't know where that came oh, from. <laughs> <laughs> How worried are you, Jerry? Um, I'm not
1: worried at all. Kelsey's Kelsey, and Kelsey's going to be Kelsey. Is he on a trade block? If somebody wants to pay the proper price, yeah. But he's Kelsey. He's Kelsey, and he's going to be Kelsey. Jason Kelsey's good, Travis Kelsey's good, and Taylor Kelsey would be even better. Oh. Buck her up if you can.
0: You're hoping he provides two rings.
1: Look, you're talking about a guy who is averaging, what's he averaging? 14 a game.
0: Have the wheels falling off? Them. No. What is he, how many points is he averaging with Taylor in attendance and without? Because <laughs> he will, will not be in attendance. Let anymore. me
1: tell you what the number is for me: negative fifteen. <laughs> you went off the chart. I did. I think it's a disgrace that you put him on there. He's averaging fourteen
0: points a game. What's he done for you recently? I, you know what? You know what this is. This is a snake skin ploy. Wait till you get the uh, first rankings dispute. <laughs> 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 Which is a perfect segue into our rankings dispute. Gentlemen, one being who you'd most rather have rest of season. Laporta, Kincaid, and Hopkinson. One to three.
2: Go ahead. Oh, you know, I'm going to go ahead and let my Homer Dome show here in a, both the a positive and negative light. I'm going to put them down just in the order that you said. I'm going to go Laporta first because I just want it. I'm gonna go Hawkinson last because I don't want it for him at all, and he just lost his quarterback. And I'm not a big believer in uh, in the, the bald wonder coming in from uh, the desert. And uh, I am really thinking Cade might be the best of the three, but uh, thank you. Uh, I'm gonna put him right in the middle. So just, you know he has alopecia. So yes. Yeah, I, okay. <laughs> I know. I know he doesn't have hair anywhere. So I'm putting putting Kincaid dead center right in the middle.
0: Okay. But that's your heart, not your head.
2: Oh, it's Homer all the way. Just wanted to clarify. (laughs) (laughs) I'll go
1: Laporta, Hawkinson, Kincaid, and I'll tell you why. I know. Well, Laporta, first of all, is averaging more points than either of those guys, I believe. So, I mean, I think the stats bear that out. And so I'm going to lean on the statistics there. And then Hawkinson or Kincaid... Here's what I think. I think if you're a new quarterback coming into a system, what's an easy thing to throw to? A
0: you're six the best foot six, receiver in the league. A six foot
1: six? <laughs> no, he's not back. He's going to be. But he's not. A six foot six, long-haired, wide-eyed T.J. Hawkinson, or uh, Addison, who's like five nine. They're going to be using Hawk because Hawk is paid. Hack is easy to find, and and uh, what's to do with allocation? Allocation. Josh not? Dobbs. Josh Dobbs is going to find him, so I'm going to put him there ahead of. And Kincaid is going to be. Knox is going to come back.
0: Jeremy. Knox is not for the season, is he? Uh, right now, he's on IR, and his injury says um, it's what's that word for undetermined timetable. Okay. So his timetable so return. Is, is he on IR? Yes. Okay.
1: Okay, so maybe Knox doesn't come back, but it's still, I don't know. Are you Kincaid's, interested? For... Kincaid's just a little new for me, man. i would still going to take. think Hawk is a better player than him, fantasy wise. Is,
2: is anybody interested in their scoring so far this year? Between these three? I
0: it weighed it? that
1: in my decision. I think I know him. Okay. Of. But you could read it off.
0: Yeah, well, I don't, look, think, I don't think the scoring this year does King, where Kincaid's at justice. Really? Because of Knox. Yeah. And but, I think that's fair. Look at the last, what he's done the look, last two weeks. Laporta's
2: at 86. And uh, that's, in the that's third overall. Hawkinson is at 68. And that's about nine overall or so. And Kincaid is at 60.
0: As of this week. I would say that that's pretty. So rest of the season, I had this conversation with Austin. Because I was trying to trade for Laporta. Um <laughs> I'll go I'll go Kincaid. A new name tag? <laughs> I'll go Kincaid Laporta Hawkinson. Are
1: you kidding me?
0: No, and here's my reasoning. I bet some pop on that. I think a target from Josh Allen is worth more than a target from either of the other quarterbacks, and he over the last three weeks has been the second most targeted tight end in the NFL. That is such a subjective take. No, which it's is not. exactly what you're supposed to have for so good. No, it's not. It's a hot take. No, it's it's not uh, subjective though. Yes, a, it is. No, no, no. A, a target I, from Josh Allen produces more fantasy points than a target from Jared Goff. It's statistical. That just
2: I'll get some skin in this game if anybody's interested.
0: I'm I'm down. That's How is that determined? determined? It's got to be per game though. How is because that determined? McCaid still has to by.
1: How is that determined?
0: Like tell me what, how would yeah, that it's all stats, an attempt. But for that a doesn't target. mean
1: that's the that's the targets to the tight end. That means that you have a great deep threat on your team, which is Stefan Diggs.
0: I would say Gabe Davis, but yeah, both. I mean, yeah. but
1: Stefan no, Diggs. No, no, that's, Steph... that's, that's, that's fair I'm enough. Just I'm just saying, saying, are the, are those targets going to the tight end? Is my point.
0: They have recently. He's doubled he digits. He does look good recently. I'll games. give you that. But and I'd rather have. I, here's the question: Would you rather have? Ten targets from Josh Allen for your receiver or ten targets from Jared Goff.
1: I would rather have the better player and that's why I put him last.
0: It's hurtful. But I understand where you're. That's a good point though, isn't it? I yeah. will I will bet Kincaid per game against either of those guys for lunch. I
1: agree that his situation is nice, but I think that Laporta and Hawkinson are such better players than Kincaid that it'll outshine it, so I'll take your bet. So I have both of them against him, right? No,
0: both? Yeah. I mean, pick one. That's, that's what you said. That's what you just said. I'll take either. How about that? You pick either one, but both seems a little disingenuous.
2: And this is for the year or for just the remainder?
0: No, I'm games?
1: being totally genuine. It just might be unfair.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. One thing that
2: you guys, uh, that we haven't taken into account here is that both Laporta and Hawkinson do play in dollars. And uh, take your back. and uh, per game. game, and I'll take Laporta, Buff- Buffalo, per off. game. huh? Per game,
1: like each game. No, Ag has is. a buy.
0: Laporta doesn't. Oh, fine. fine, per game. Yep, done. Easiest, yeah, you're gonna leave. Right. Right. With that, we dish. can move yeah. on. All right, the next one we got some top tier wide receivers uh, Jamar Chase, Stephon Diggs, CD Lamb, right. I'll go digs lamb
1: chase.
2: And I'm gonna go just the opposite. I'm gonna go
0: chase lamb digs. Wow. See that's crazy to me. Um I'll go chase digs lamb. You guys know
1: Chase has a back. Hasn't practiced. It needs to matter. He practiced today, I thought. No, he didn't. Okay. Sorry.
2: Sure. I didn't realize he had practice today. I knew he s- was I knew that he's that he being is bad.
1: Yeah. So,
2: But um, I'm just if they're
0: healthy, I still disagree with you, but whatever. Uh, and the last one, uh, Hollywood Brown, Calvin Ridley, D.K. Metcalf.
2: Uh, I think this is the easiest one of the three. I'm going to go Hollywood, D.K. Ridley. I think that's how scoring is right now, and Hollywood's only getting better because he's getting a really good quarterback now. So, that's that, to me, this is no brainer.
1: I'll go DK, Hollywood, Ridley. I mean, Ridley, I don't know. I think maybe you messed up putting him on the list.
0: It's fair. I mean, what, week two we did Ridley, Devontae. I know. Oh, man, Ron. he is,
1: like, he's not that guy, pal. He's not that guy.
0: Okay. Um, I'll go the same as you. Uh, which would be Hollywood, D.K. Ridley.
1: I don't like Hollywood Brown as a player. He's so good. And I'd like, I think D.K. is the better player, and I think that the situation in Seattle, I, I, Seattle's a good team, and I think they're going to need to throw the ball to win down the stretch. I think D.K. is going to have a big second half.
0: Who's got D.K.? There. Um, and we have a week 10 look-ahead. I feel like this week is massively important. And I'm going to start saying that pretty much every week. I was going to say every
2: week's massively important now.
0: It's tight. Our game of the week. Let's get into it. The Grudge Match. Both owners singing a song to each other by CeeLo Green. Driving around town with the girl I love saying, you guys can fill in the blank. Uh, The Big Dogs versus the Mambo. Right now, the Big Dogs, five-point favorites.
1: And... It's funny because is that what's the trade land here? I got Addison in the lineup, but he's got uh, Etn in the lineup and Laporta, and he's playing the Bucks D, and I'm playing the Saints D. He playing Dak? He's playing Dak. So
2: who's Dak got?
1: The Giants. Um, The thing is about the trade. It's like we both want our guys back. Austin, if you're out there. Let's just get it done, buddy. The snake got us both. We were both nipped by him, the serpent. The serpent rose up from beneath and got us both. Big dogs. This is my this is my plea to you. Let's get this game done. Let's decide this game should decide who won the trade, he even if it doesn't niece. matter. And then after the trade, let's put our differences behind us, big dogs. Hey. And let's let's, let's call them up right now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> let's let's You're here. Let's. And I'm shaking my head no. Shocking.
1: But I'm being serious. Let's get this game done. And believe me, I want to beat you in the worst way. I need it. You definitely need it. But let's, let's get this done. Let's put this grudge behind us. And let's both get our players back. So
0: that's all I got. Sound like Kevin Costner in draft day. Yeah.
1: Also, I would like to point out of won 9 12, three in a row. That's it. Oh, my goodness. Good game, though. I think it's going to be entertaining.
0: Next week, uh, next game I have, um, the Patriarchs traveling to the Young Guns as five-point favorites. You got a home dog in the Young Guns. He needs it. Can he pull it out? Your thoughts, gentlemen.
1: Oh, man. I need him to pull it out. But um, I don't know, man. I'm not 100% sure that... uh, He's going to be able to get her done. Like I said, man, Jen's team right now just looks strong. So I'm going to say the Patriarchs are winning this.
0: Looks like the Young Guns, what's he on, a three game? No, I think he lost one right in the middle. So he's on a two or a three game streak. Mm. Uh, Moving on, we've got the Rocky. Well, worth pointing out that Jen is second in coaching rating. She's done a phenomenal job. She really has. Shout out Patriarchs um Rocky traveling to the tropics. Rocky are 11 point dogs. Rocky's an
2: 11 point dog
1: huh Yep. Well I mean that should be no surprise he's got one win on the season. he's if there's a laydown team in the league it's him. <laughs> just um,
0: just brutal. Coaching
1: rating is 86. I know he's ninth I'm sorry.
0: but somehow 86. the Flint
1: tropics have decided to go ahead and beat him and be 12th in coaching
0: so shout out Steve McGuire when you have a roster that deep there's bound to be mistakes <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you're welcome wheels I'll take that lunch anytime <laughs> I own one too um, but uh,
1: yeah I don't know I mean I feel like tropics probably get over another beast
0: from the east dude set your line up so we get an accurate line yeah, are you this? talking about me? Yeah,
2: I gotta pick up a kicker yet
0: Charlie's Angels. I have a kicker. Hoping to hold on to Harrison Butker, or at least get him after the bye. The sly movie's playing. Just outed, though, in front of the entire league by the snake. (laughs) I can set a a legal lineup. The Bad Guys traveling to the Angels right now, 12-point favorites, but that'll probably end up somewhere around five with a new kicker.
1: Bad Guys has won the last two matchups. The Bad Guys lead the series 18-9-1.
2: Wow.
1: Check out your number, friend. Mm -hmm. Yeah bad guys Uh, 11th in coaching and the Angels showing up at a not so happy 10th it's not like you though yeah what can I say it's um, when you have a lot of tough decisions to make
2: you end up on the bad side of the coaching wheel a lot of times yep I've been playing Russian roulette with my uh, quarterbacks and I've been I've been I've been pulling the the shot in the chamber way too often but you know what I'm still 6 and 3 and uh I don't have the best matchups. and I, uh, See, Luckily, I, I don't have to worry about Arthur Smith making lame calls on uh, Drake London because it looked like he's not going to play. Yeah. So I dodged that bullet. Again.
1: I, you know what? I, I'm going to say this about this matchup. I don't think there's too many people in the league that have an 18-9-1 record against the Angels. Uh, that's a pretty dang good... With my winning percentage, I would agree with
0: that. Yeah, so that's, this is pretty... Sometimes nice first team's thing. got your number. Yeah, well, it looks like he's one of them. Mm-hmm. The biggest spread of the week, and the team I'm rooting for, is the favorite. We've got the Benzers as 25-point favorites over the Hillbillies. The Hillbillies Mm. having to start Roshan for one more week. Not necessarily going good, uh, even with uh, what's his uh, Khalil Herbert out over there. Um, Let's go, Benzers. Let's go, Benzers. No offense, Bill. Love you, man. Um,
1: Yeah, another mid-tier coaching matchup. It's the 7th-ranked coach against the 8th-ranked coach.
0: Where's all the good coaches at? We're going to talk about him next. Uh, You've got the Boondock Striders traveling to Scott's team. Uh, I look like I'm a 15-point favorite, but I don't have a whole ton of confidence going in here. Um, Just got some buy issues. Got a couple receivers on buy, but he's got Tua and... uh,
2: Herbert's still hurt. Justin Jefferson's still hurt. Otto's on bye.
0: He's got bye issues, too.
2: Yeah.
1: Boondock with a, has won the last two matchups, by the way, and leads the series 11-7. to seven. Got your number, buddy. Also, you weren't lying about the coaching thing. Number one ranked coach on the season, the Boondock Striders showing up. Um, and then Colton's sitting at fifth. So, it's going to be... There's, I, I haven't seen a matchup that, I mean... I haven't seen a matchup that I really feel one way strong. I mean, this is a bunch of good matchups if the teams are set.
0: I uh, I almost picked up Heineke on waivers just so Colton couldn't have him. Man, he was late to the table
1: at that. He was. Because there were some quarterbacks to get this week.
0: So, uh, Any parting thoughts from you guys? Um,
1: My parting thoughts would be Austin, if you're out there.
2: Big dogs. He's- Come to the table, man. Let's get our players back. And my parting thought is, is I can't wait for Arthur Smith to lose his job. I mean, I am rooting for him, uh, for bad things for him, almost as I root for bad things for the Giants just so that Mike Blenny can eat it. Even if if it means your guy's being hurt by it. uh, You know what? If I have to get zeros from my guys just so leadership realizes what a dog Arthur Smith is,
1: I'll take it for the team. You want to cut the head off the snake? Oh,
2: yes. In more ways than one.
0: My parting thoughts are four of the six teams that we have to watch on primetime this week are Chicago, the Panthers, the Jets, yet again, and the Broncos. Why, God?
2: And the sad thing is, is we'll still watch.
0: 100%. Recently. I don't know. Who's the Broncos playing? Uh, the Buffalo Bills. Slaughter.
1: Yeah, I'll probably watch it. Yeah, me too.
0: <laughs> no, Denver's been playing decent ball.
1: Their oh. defense is.
0: Yeah. yeah. Russ cooking. Yeah.
2: That's so yeah. a He's cooking fast food.
0: All right, everybody. Have a great week. We will be back next week. Sorry about the late pod. Um, take it easy. Adios. See ya.